I'm David. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to Room to Room, a podcast about parenthood and relationships. And all the shit in between. All right, and we are back with another episode. This episode, we have the Fadenreich. Did you just do the H? Like, <laughs> I, I did, like German. I don't know. Um, what do you, how do you think it's pronounced? Uh, mm, wreck. Wow. wow. You actually you got nailed the German it. right, and yeah. yes. I'm the best. Um, I didn't know it was German. Do yours again. Fadenreich? <laughs> well, we are here with the the Faden Rex. Um, super excited! I went to college with this lovely couple um, just to sit and chat about just life, having twins, and just how chaotic. I'm guessing that it is, but maybe it's not. I don't know. But we're no, glad you, to have you, you guys. Right. You guys right. <laughs> well, glad to have you guys here. Yeah, we're excited, Thanks man. For Thank you. Us. You guys have been doing a really good job with this, so we're Aww. excited to join you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's been yeah a lot of fun. Um, I was telling uh, Christina that um, yeah when we started it, we were kind of like, oh, maybe it'll be fun. Um, we tried it out, and it actually has been amazing in connecting, and I learned learned so much from everyone that comes. So mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like our own version of therapy. We're just doing it in our living room. Yeah, one hundred percent. Nothing better than free therapy. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I might send you an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe maybe yeah, getting started. Like how I guess you want to share a little bit about yourselves individually, like. Um, you know, maybe things you're interested in, what you do, um, things that are helpful for our listeners to kind of know. Yeah, sure. I was um, instructed to introduce myself first. Yeah, and I love so, that. Because um, <laughs> your name is not just your last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though we really needed to remember how to pronounce yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it, which is awesome. Uh, my name's Dustin. The last name is German, but interestingly enough, as per ancestry, I'm very Welsh. Okay. And Scottish and Nordic and not not German at all not very much German so oh. I don't really know how that came about um because I was kind of fed my whole life that I was German <laughs> and they That's lied wild. I was maybe lied to to make me feel better about my last name but um yeah but yeah my name's Dustin and dad of twins I guess is my first primary identifier <laughs> and uh, grew up in Oregon, uh, born and raised here, so I'm or- Oregonian through and through. And Christina and I have been up in the Portland area for about s- eight years, I think. Wow. And I'm a big sports person, uh, wow. Ducks, Blazers. I know you're into the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Ducks. Soccer person, go Ducks. Ooh, God. Um, I love uh, <laughs> Liverpool soccer, the Timbers, and I just recently have transitioned careers. So... I mean, going into financial planning. Okay. I was in retail banking, but have transitioned into financial planning, which has been a really positive, awesome switch. Not just the career, but culture-wise from where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about where we are and the future ahead of us. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I am Christina, and I... Did not grow up in Oregon. I've lived in seven states and Japan, too. But I've lived in Oregon for about 15 years, so I consider it home. Um, Dustin and I met in college and have been in Portland, kind of ever Portland metro area ever since for about 10 years. 
I work in government and local government and I love it. I love public service and I love being a mom of twins and it is hard as hell, but uh, <laughs> Dustin and I, we make it through. Um, in my free time, I don't even know what free time is anymore. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, so we're going to have to be really creative about that one. Um, yeah, mom, mom, wife, and local government nerd. And I'm excited to do something without my kids for a day. Yeah, drink <laughs> your dream, yeah. enjoy yourself. So, yeah, so while you guys are telling me your schedule for the weekend of like, we have this birthday party, we're coming here, and we have this tomorrow, I know, like this she, wedding, and then I'm like, You were oh showing me God. the videos at the birthday party today, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. like looking at I was like, wait, that's who we're hanging out with later. I was like, oh man, that's a busy day. I mean, we just hung out at my parents' house, which isn't like any expectations, but that's a lot. Yeah, it's just a relatively busy weekend, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that's a full weekend for mind body and soul mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. it's yeah. necessary it's like if it were all kid related it would be a little bit much yeah Definitely. but fortunately there's like three different things where kids aren't involved so it's, it's thanks it's, nana <laughs> shout out one. to all the yeah. grandparents in the world yeah grandparents out. help mm-hmm. us survive for sure well we obviously as our child sitting here with us know that kids are a big thing but before kids how did you guys meet i know you said in college but we want the nitty-gritty tell us the details okay yeah do you want to tell that story (laughs) i can can start off dustin loves filling in and and refreshing my memory i'm forgetful sometimes (laughs) um so we met in college at western oregon university that's where we met david too Um, We took political science classes together and social science classes, and uh, we learned a lot about social problems. And then Dustin's house. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to point out before, while we were taking classes together, we knew who each other were. Okay. And we had perceptions of each other. Right? Yeah. I called him Scrooge because he never talked and he was very reserved and introverted and I took And she was the annoying girl that talked way too much in class. I I liked raising my hand. The one who like rose their hand when there's two seconds left and you just wanted to get out of lecture early. That's me. That's Mm -hmm. me. Okay. Good to know. We can still be friends. Yeah. I just need to know. (laughs) So Dustin's house always threw these really big parties and... uh, You're the track house, right? Yeah. 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 So we went over to the track house party and uh, found our way into a conversation. Yeah, it was it was just really weird moment where there was this college party kind of like raging around us. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a, you know. So you had tunnel vision, only saw her. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like, it was it was actually yeah like that where this party was going on around us and Christina and I just got in this conversation where. We were talking about, ironically, bringing kids into this world that we thought was not conducive to mm. raising children. This is our first clim- conversation ever. It's the first like <laughs> real conversation that we had, yeah. And it was happening as this party was going on. And maybe too much detail, but Christina's boyfriend at the time was standing five feet behind Christina <laughs> watching us have this conversation. Whoa. Um, and I think it was at that point that we knew that there was something there. That, While she has another boyfriend in there. Yeah, room. yeah. <laughs> but it didn't... I mean, the guy was... I'm sure he's a great person. Um, Not the one for her, clearly. Yeah, yeah. but it you know, wasn't like a, 
I didn't over pursue Christina at this moment, but it was just not a dissuading factor. And it was that conversation. I was just like, there's something different about that person that I want I think to I know more about. I planted a seed yeah. b- between both of us. And a couple months later at the pub, which is like the town bar. Oh, I miss the pub. That's the I, name of it. It's, yeah. called, it's, the it's called the pub. Yeah. Right. Yeah. pub. <clears throat> That's how many bars so, we have. I think it's <laughs> rebranded now, but I asked if I could buy him a drink. He was sitting at the bar and he was sitting with one of our mutual friends. And I asked like what he's drinking and then kind of like demanded that... Like, I can get him a drink, and the rest is history. <laughs> Did you love that, or were you like, I can get my own drink? No, I, th- I thought it was really cool. I mean, it's not that often, especially, like, college-age people, mm-hmm. you know, where, of course, we live in a world where we're becoming more comfortable with both sexes being able to, like, take charges, charge of situations, but college age at that time was, like, not super common, so... Yeah. Uh, for her to be forward in that manner, I thought was pretty cool. And then we started hanging out a lot after that. I ended up going fishing in Alaska um, like three and a half weeks later. And I was uh, my best friend at the time, Tim um, Mallory, who's mm-hmm. um, David knows as well. She's an amazing guy. But we went fishing in Alaska together. And my phone didn't have service the whole time I was fishing. Uh-huh. And we had just started dating. Mm. So I was using Tim's phone, who did have service. I hijacked his phone on the fishing boat. <laughs> and I was just, like, obsessively texting Christina. sending novels to some other guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, a really weird thing. But uh, Tim told us. your that's... phone, it's coming up as just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Tim told that story at our wedding, which was amazing. Um, so, yeah. Now we're ten years in. Yeah, 10 almost. years of being together? Uh, together. Yeah. Seven and years. It'll be seven July. years in July for married. Oh, July yeah. when? Yeah, second. second. Oh, yeah. July 10. Yep. Nice, July weddings. That's a good time. That's yeah. a great time. Yeah. So when did you know the, that, the moment that he was the one? Or that you wanted or to marry him? Or that you wanted him. to marry him? Um, like, we we kind of like fell in love with each other in the first month that we were together. Um. But that initial conversation, the chemistry we had at that party when we were, like, having a really in-depth, like, intense, intense, like, intimate conversation, it was, like, in the back of my mind, like, it was just, like, you guys, you you two will find each other and you're kind of, like, each other's soulmates. And I wouldn't, I don't, like, I'm not, like, oh, my gosh, love at first sight. It wasn't like that, but it was just, like, that's my person who gets me and we get each other. And so we just fell hard we were talking 24 7 we ended up kind of moving in together that summer before he went back to college because I finished a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. uh, when I moved up to Portland but we knew she's a nerd (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but when did you know you wanted to marry me um, at that party then, when right? she had another he's he's like I I yeah I knew when you told me that your two biggest goals in life were that you wanted your two biggest goals in life were to be the best father and husband that you could be that like that that's what you wanted like that's what you wanted to accomplish in life it wasn't about like career or like no no if i can accomplish this everything else will come with it kind of yeah Yeah. like us aside like that's what he wanted to do like that and i was like you're my person that just kind of comes from those are things i didn't have Mm -hmm. in my life Mm -hmm. so i knew those were things that i wanted to provide for my family that yeah. I ended up creating. 
But I'll say what she's not saying. There was a moment <laughs> where I think we both knew that we wanted to marry each other, spend the rest of our lives. And there was, we were driving down to Southern Oregon oh. on the coast for a wedding, one mm-hmm. of our friends' weddings. And we got a pretty serious car accident. Oh, and um, there was, it was pretty close to being extremely serious, like life-threatening car accident. But fortunately it wasn't. But for I think both of you. For both mm-hmm. of us, yeah. Um, but I think at that moment yeah. when everything hits you of like, this person could have just been taken away from me. Yeah, yeah. I don't that ever, was the moment, yeah. I don't ever want to like feel that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We're not knowing I think we both were. Them, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because I was like, that person could have just been gone forever. And yeah. that was my life. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a little sobering. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, me and my hormones are just, they're, yeah. they're still hey, there. you asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't imagine. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm the product of a love story from a car accident, so I'm all in support. My dad got in a car accident in, like, the hills of southwest Portland. He's mostly born and raised in Oregon. And my mom had just moved down here to be a nurse in Portland. And my dad was in, like, a pretty severe car accident. And when he came to in the hospital, my mom was his nurse, and he oh started hitting gosh. on her. Oh my so. gosh! How amazing is that's like a movie? <laughs> it is. Yeah, we tell them all the time, like you're in a movie. You know <laughs> yeah. that, right? Yeah. And like, obviously, like it's inappropriate to date your patient, and so oh, yeah. she. But I guess she would like go home and call his room at night, and they would talk while he was still in the hospital. Oh so super cute. Yeah, that's Aww. awesome. We're big fans of that. So. Yeah. Yes. What would you What would you say is maybe? before kids was like the hardest part of dating each other we are so much like each other we're very stubborn strong-willed people and so our communication (laughs) we it's funny we did this um 24 days of beer miss as like our adult advent this last year and we almost called it bruise and banter we are that bantering bickering couple that a lot of people don't understand but like they think we're mad at each other and everyone's like oh Dustin's not mad at me it's this is how we are Yeah, yeah that's how we communicate um but I think just like learning how each other communicate and how we process our stresses um that that was one of the most difficult things and it still is I mean there's like she said we're both very hard-headed and stubborn and so there's a lot of like knocking heads together mm-hmm. so understanding how to give or like take a step back in certain situations mm-hmm. has been a process for both of us and I think you know one of the primary reasons why we fell in love was because we I'll speak for you on this because we've <laughs> talked about it before but we both felt that this person can help me grow mm-hmm. into the person that I know I can become. Mm. And sometimes it takes another person to help you get there, right? Yeah. It's truly humbling. Like, yeah. humbling. <laughs> like, I'm doing this because it's good for you. Like, like I'm oh, doing it to make you better. And yeah. like, at first when you would say that, I would get really like mad, but you are me talking to me. Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like it's not really your husband trying to change you. It's just him like, trying to help you know that that's also what you think. You just yes. aren't there yet. Yeah. yeah. And for somebody to get that without me acknowledging it, like within myself, it's really comforting. And yeah, it, 
it. But it's also really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Something to work through for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, should we talk about the elephant in the room then? You obviously have this great love story and you're so similar, but then you, what, have twins? Yeah, Yeah. what the hell? (laughs) We need to know. So how did you first, like, react when you found out? So first I want to say that, like, I hear a lot of people since I've had twins, like, that, like, that's what their hopes and dreams are. Like, they wish for twins. Like, they, (laughs) Courtney... Last night that we had twins. Like, I didn't know it was a thing that people wished and prayed for that. Like I didn't know. I, I will yeah. say, like, I now pray for just like healthy babies overall. Mm-hmm. I do have this like whimsical, like, I think it would be so fun. I also can acknowledge it's probably really exhausting, especially now that I have an infant. But yeah, I, I do think it's very cute. Yeah. But it's it's super fun. Like there's a lot of benefits and like fun things about it but like it just like never crossed my mind to be like oh my god I want twins I want two at the same time when I'm a young parent when I'm a young broke parent I want two when I've never done this before either I mean we we found out when she found out that she was pregnant we had booked a trip to Portugal months in advance. Back mm. when we traveled. So, like, how pregnant would you have been going to Portugal? We did go to Portugal. Oh, like, three weeks after First she trimester. found out she was pregnant. Okay. So, she's like, I'm sorry to share this, but on our trip home from Portugal, Christina threw up in the airport. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the airport. Oh, not, like, yeah. in the bathroom. At 4 a.m. Yeah. The morning sickness. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh. And we, on that trip, we bought a onesie that said, oh, let Here's when the real adventure begins, right? We like hadn't got to the doctor yet. To come. We hadn't oh, got to the doctor okay. yet. Okay. So we were like, oh, we're having a baby. A baby. Hey, baby. Fun. <laughs> and then we get back from Portugal and we have our real doctor's appointment where we went in for just like a basic ultrasound with a midwife. Mm-hmm. Fully expecting one child. Yep. <laughs> and we ended up actually leaving that ultrasound thinking we were having triplets. Yeah. What? She said triplets? Yeah. Yeah. My whole body just got chills because his mom puts that energy onto me regularly because there's triplets in her family. And so she's like, triplets. And on my dad's. Like on both sides. I'll give you uh, just a sense of calm about that. It's maternal, right? It's maternal. Yeah. So what we learned, because she has twins on both sides of her family. Got you. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that until after the fact. Sure, but Oh, it's... what a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little more prepared. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little shocking. <laughs> yeah, I guess a woman has a higher chance of dropping multiple eggs. Than mm. the sperm-like. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the egg splitting. Because egg splitting is rare or something. Yeah, that's like, well, I can't remember what it is. Mono, mono, mm-hmm. die, die. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> But yeah, we left that meeting thinking we were having triplets and we... So, but how it happened is the midwife, because we thought we were just going to have like a normal pregnancy, we're like, let's do the midwife thing. We want to be like cool and free and do this like experience the way we want to do it. And so she's like going around and she's like, do twins run in your family? And we both look at each other (laughs) and our eyes like almost pop out of our head. And we, I don't think we even answered. Um, And then she's like, what, what did she say? I like. I and she's like, well, here's twins, because here's twins. And then she's like, and she couldn't quite get the ultrasound all the way over, but she's mm-hmm. like, I think this is a third one right here. Yeah. And we about passed out. I mean. Because <laughs> the dollar signs are just like in yeah. my brain. Dollar signs, and you're expecting like one baby. So just like, 
that bomb dropped on you. Just what? I'm pretty sure a janitor had to clean up my mess <laughs> in the hospital room after that. But um, oh god! So we're like on the way home and the, from the appointment, and they call us and they say we have an ultrasound book for you in two days. So for two for 48 hours, we didn't know if we were having twins or triplets. Oh my god. And then we came back and they confirmed because it had to be like a regular ultrasound tech confirmed we were just having twins, which we could finally like be relieved about. Yeah, it was like an odd sense of relief when we were having twins. (laughs) (laughs) What did did you do during that time waiting for that next two day period? Yeah, Yeah, we cried a lot. I mean, it was just like a roller coaster. Signed up for. We couldn't tell anybody. Like, you know, your early pregnancy, it's still kind of like, ooh, I don't want to tell people. And so. You're just managing it together. Yeah. It was just... Yeah, that first bit was stressful. A little bit of relief when we found out we were having twins. But then the stress of having two kids at the same exact time. Mm -hmm. While we are still very new into building our own careers. Mm -hmm. And everything was... That stress started to build over time. Yeah. How soon after... Did you guys get married first or have your kids first? We were married for... Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Before you got pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we did have uh, time to travel together. Yeah. Not as much as we wanted to, but Mm -hmm. that... Those experiences were great for us. And so we were trying for like a year and a half, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like we... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not that long, but yeah. A long time about like... Yeah. Yeah. It's a process for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely can... uh, (laughs) I mean, when both of our pregnancies going into the, to the ultrasound, like they, every time we, they, for some reason, our doctor's office very clearly goes like, okay, and there's one baby. And I remember vividly both times being like, okay, yeah, dad's really concerned there's two. So can you just check and make sure if there's only one? And like, in my mind, I was like, it's happening. (laughs) His mom puts that out into the universe for us all the time. Because my, my, uh, one of my sisters had twins. Um, so I was just like. Waiting for it. (laughs) I'm like, it's happening. Yeah. But, uh, he's like, it didn't. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. What was that prep like for, for you two? Like. Getting ready for like during yeah during that. Did you nine stick months. with a midwife or did you no, end up having to? It, so having twins automatically like you're a high risk pregnancy. Yeah. So, um, like even our due date, it wasn't. It was like an artificial due date because they always they come early. They're yeah. usually queenies, mm-hmm. which ours were. Um, we so we had high risk. Um, treatment during the pregnancy which is kind of cool like the perks of that or you get to go and you get to see an ultrasound like time. every month and yeah. then the last like two months you go every week and once or twice a week so that was that was neat but it was a lot of appointments and it was yeah. a lot of like um it was a lot of appointments and I know that I wasn't the pregnant one <laughs> but that piece of it kind of took the pregnancy <laughs> stress away from us in a sense because there was so many appointments and we mm-hmm. knew exactly like how they were doing every step of the way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like waiting three months for your next ultrasound. Yeah, and, oh, exactly. How's the baby doing? Yeah. So the pregnancy process was relatively stressless until the delivery, which was very stressful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also want to put a, like a plug in for myself. I was in my last year of grad school. Yeah. Um, so oh I had oh my, my twins in our twins in April and I graduated in March. Um, that was hard and I was working full time. 
So it was like nose to the ground, like we're we're gonna hustle and we're gonna make this work. And it was a lot of you hustling and making it work. We which... were hustling. You found childcare. You locked down childcare. That was a big stressor. I know it's for like a lot of parents. I don't know what your guys' situation is, but we don't have like family nearby, mm -hmm. and so like finding care was like our priority because mm -hmm. leave after like two three months like you have to find like well, if you have preemies uh-huh your leave probably looks different because they probably aren't home for much of your leave depending on their amount of stay at the hospital yeah. postpartum right like yeah i mean fortunately we didn't have extended like nicu okay. time uh our daughter was in the nicu for a couple days okay. but fortunately we were able to go home everybody relatively Together. soon um, so That's we nice. had we were in the hospital for a while after christina had some pregnant or like delivery complications mm -hmm. and the preemies and nicu and all that stuff but we we're all able to go home after a short-ish hospital yeah. stay so that was fortunate but yeah i think that getting care and then just like making sure you have enough supplies for yeah. two kids mm -hmm. yeah two like, times everything yeah Clothes, two times everything diapers, but like wipes. what do you not need two times of <clears throat> yeah and what do you need maybe three times of yeah, yeah. right because like we have cats which is totally not comparable but they say like <laughs> once you have two cats you should actually have three litter boxes so it's like mm. what do you need actually just like additional since you're having two yeah. i mm -hmm. couldn't imagine christina did a really good job of joining a couple of different twins and multiples like online communities oh, okay. yeah. mm -hmm. um so it's really helpful for like must-haves yeah like a bunch of information so we were able to figure out exactly like this is what we need this is how many of this we need okay all of that stuff so that was if carriers for helpful. twins special play pens and bassinets for twins um wow. they have a yeah. twin breastfeeding pillow um that's a whole thing for the, yeah for another day but <laughs> it's like yeah the the supply the supplies were down and we were just like kind of like waiting like get out of my stomach like how many weeks here. did you deliver at 37 weeks and four days so i went That's really long very long like yeah. they cooked until the final day and and 37 is like considered pretty full, full term, term like yeah. yeah and yeah they're they were fully developed like they had they had a little bit of NICU time but they're it was dangerous for them to even be there as long as they were because they're probably um, running out of room yeah mm -hmm. running out of room and they were yeah and they were pretty tiny when they came out our daughter ended up quite a bit bigger than our son mm. and she must have been taking majority of the food mm -hmm. and it's yeah. just really funny looking back on that because that is like 100 percent her personality yeah. <laughs> yeah. like it's about me yeah, yeah like they're four now and she came out first she, she was bigger first, yep and it's just like yeah. so her to a t she took the longest coming out yeah and so that's kind of funny that looking back on that. Mm -hmm. did you have a c-section or did you just um, do vaginal for both of them. Nice. And I didn't know that it was going to be like that. Like, you can make, um, you know this, like, you can make all the plans mm -hmm. you want, and then whatever they want to do yep. when it's time, mm -hmm. that's what you have to roll with. Mm -hmm. And so there was, like, three or four scenarios that they, like, said that could happen based on my son being breech, and then he flipped, oh. like, the last two weeks. Um, but I was pushing 
Charlie, so Charlie and Cassius are our kids. I was pushing Charlie for like two hours and I was 37 weeks, four days. So I had like preeclampsia and I was like, really like looking at our blood pressure and stuff. Um, but yeah, I was able to push them both out. And if it were to be like minutes longer then if they were going to have to do a C-section. Oh so, my gosh. There's yeah, does that make you sad? <laughs> <laughs> what, um, tell me about their names. What went behind um, kind of thinking of um, their names? So, I wanted classic names, and we wanted names that, like, we hadn't seen a lot or that aren't super common. We learned that Charlie is a really popular name. Um, I think the smelling, spelling might be a little bit different, but Charlie for a girl. Not short for Charlotte, um, but just Charlie. I liked that name. We just liked it. Which also really fits her personality, and her mm -hmm. middle name is Ruth, okay. which Ruth. is... Charlie Ruth. Uh, and I have an aunt named Aunt Bertie Ruth and then Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm -hmm. well, um, R.I.P. So R.I.P. She's yeah. a very, she, she's, and Charlie is going to be like a smart, convicted woman. And she, so. She will be, yeah. And then <laughs> Cassius is named after Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. And I mean, that just really stems from, he's just like one of my idols growing up. And a lot of that is his conviction on who he is mm -hmm. and what he stands for and the way that he didn't let anybody, you know, get in the way of his beliefs mm -hmm. or tell him how he should think or what he should, you know, do. Mm -hmm. And his aura about him was really inspiring. And so, yeah. What's his middle name? David. After I had a... After you. Yeah. I had a... I had an older brother named David when I was younger who uh, passed away from leukemia. Oh. And so, um, yeah. Okay. Do you guys call him Cash? We yeah, do. we do. Yeah. Cash. Cash Mash. Cash Mash? People, yeah. people try to say Cassius, and so I just like passive aggressively. I'm like, hey, Cash. Yeah. <laughs> How's it spelled? C A S S I U S. Yeah. yeah. See why maybe yeah. they would get that wrong. Yeah. 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 So He's not, not Roman. Not Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> not Roman. <laughs> <laughs> room to Rome. Oh. I know. Uh, and like. I love we, your name. Thank you. <laughs> we love it too. And for us, raising like one child who's four months has been very, very grateful, but also very fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I, how was it at first with twins and with not a lot of support, like you were saying, mm -hmm. um, community support, um, what was that like for you, for you two starting? I mean, first of all, it doesn't matter if you have one or four kids. Mm -hmm. Like, raising any kids successfully is a really hard job. Mm -hmm. Facts. So, and it's exhausting for both parents, no matter how many, if there's one or a lot, mm -hmm. right? Um, but it sucked. <laughs> yeah. My um, mom stayed for like a week, which was really mm -hmm. helpful. Like some people hired doulas and I had my mom in town, which was really nice. Something um, I've heard about like twins and correct me if I'm wrong. Like you don't know anything different if it's exactly. Yeah. Like, cause you don't have a singleton before. I had exactly. a friend from college who had a singleton. She had her daughter first, mm -hmm. then had twin sons. Mm -hmm. And that is like a totally different experience. Cause you know what? Like one baby is like, yep. yeah, but you guys, it was your first and they were both of them. I 100%. always tell people that like, I don't know otherwise. They're like, Oh, mm, that must be so hard. Really, if I like, had a singleton right now, I'd probably be like, like I don't yeah. know anything different. And like, I don't remember who I was telling recently, but 
Right. The nice thing is, like, yeah, they're like a boy and a girl. They like a lot of the same things, and mm -hmm. they do everything at the same time. They're at the same developmental stage. Like, yeah, it's two. It's like one more task, but mm -hmm. there's fortunately there's two of us, Dustin and I, mm -hmm. and they are doing things at the same stage right now. They're in their sports together. They're at oh, school together. God. Like, I also heard that like it's like hell for like a year or two, and then it's like the best thing ever because. You have a built-in buddy. Yeah. Yep. If you are having to be down there, like, uh, always pandemic. playing, they can play with each other. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, there's a really funny story when we, they were a year-ish old, and we were carrying them in their carriers to one of their doctor's appointments, and there was a dad walking out oh. of the hospital, or the doctor, with twins in tow, and he was like, he was like, oh, twins? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, just as survive until they're four, and then you're good. And that's where we're at now. <laughs> yeah. And you're cruise, you're on cruise control once you yeah. hit four. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's, they're built-in best friends. Mm -hmm. They're also built-in worst enemies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit of that going on right now. A lot of competition. A lot of competition. Oh. But, but you were saying earlier, feeding Rome, like waking up every like two hours or so, like in that like infancy stage, like while they're growing and developing, making sure they have enough nutrients, I had to supplement my... Um, breast milk through formula from day one just because I, I was in my own recovery mm -hmm. and um, needing to build up my supply but I like feeding them like a girl in, in a two to three hour window was there was like well, a 20 30 minute break want them on the same window or did you put them on we tried to do them on the, on the same window oh, but after that was done like I don't have like the biggest boobs, so I can't really feed them both at the same time. Um, so it was like one and then the other, and then you're supposed to pump and just like that whole cycle. It's like before you can even finish, it's time for the next yep. round. Oh, yep. And so it was just like, exhausting. He Dustin, amazing. He was the one waking up in the middle of the night when kids were screaming and needing to be comforted, and I think they still like have this special fondness and relationship with him because he was the one like waking up and like caring for them when I was just so whooped that I couldn't. But you know, as a dad, you know, so when they're an infant, like there's so many ways for them to connect with mom yeah. and build that like touch and just nurturing connection mm -hmm. that you've got to take those moments as dad yeah. to like build that in because you don't get to breastfeed them, you know, you yeah. don't get those moments. So just being able to like, it sucked waking up in the middle of the night multiple times, but it's my chance to like build that comfort in for them. Mm -hmm. So looking at it that way yeah. is easy to do. Yeah, we talk about that often because like I like sometimes I'm like I feel so useless because there's things that I can't do to help help you know like soothe Rome or like feed Rome. Like right now, like she's not taking the bottle. She's mm -hmm. like, nope. So when she's hungry, I can't support her in the way that she wants and so uh, yeah finding those moments for sure I like a couple weeks ago when I was able to like rock her to sleep it was such a proud moment for me because I was like fuck yes finally she let me do it she trusted trusted me and bonded with me to like feel comfortable letting me like rock yeah. her to sleep um, and we're having more moments now that I, I'm on paternity leave build a bond with her mm -hmm. um, I feel like we're definitely like warming up Today, together. Yeah, you noticed it. Yeah. I, I love that you staggered your leave to maximize the time with her yes. with just you guys. And like today we were up with my family celebrating my mom's birthday and um, 
my sister was holding Rome mm-hmm. and she like walked away and I was doing something in the back of the house and she, my sister walked away from David and she started fussing because she couldn't see David. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like David and David was like, I'm the, I was same, like, per- I'm the same person. I was like, yes, <laughs> I passed the vibe check. Finally. <laughs> Took yeah. two months, but here we go. Yeah. So that's definitely one thing like that bonding uh, time, like you're saying, finding those moments. I can't imagine, like, I'm very fortunate that I, like, I use the Washington Play Family Leave, mm-hmm. um, and so I was able to still get income while being able to be home with her for uh, 10 weeks. Um, plus it, two in the Plus beginning. two in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, just so thankful for that, and I can't imagine those that aren't able to access yeah. that and then not be able to bond, um, especially the non-birthing mm-hmm. um, parent. Because, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think that just, like, the bare minimum of, of six weeks of paid leave for either parent is not just... Enough. Yeah, it's it's not enough. It's enough to get out of mama diapers, but mm-hmm. sure, barely, yeah, barely. Uh, yeah, like I mean, we're talking like twelve weeks minimum. I think is necessary. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope- think I, four months, which I went back like just before she hit four months old. I'm just now feeling a little bit more like myself, mm-hmm. feeling like a person again. Like yeah. I have a routine. Like we, the three of us, are functioning together. So I can't imagine like the four of you. Like yeah, there's so many aspects that go into like building, getting back to like a stasis mm-hmm. where you feel like you're operating on your normal level, mm-hmm. emotionally, physically, mentally. I feel like I'm building. still in a like a postpartum. We we are still in like a recovery or rebuilding who we are like four mm-hmm. years later like it mm-hmm. yeah. still feels fresh it still feels like yeah we just left the hospital <laughs> mm-hmm. what was your guys's biggest fear going into parenthood obviously with the caveat that you might have had triplets or twins <laughs> but like just in general like going into it what was kind of that biggest fear mm. uh, for just, me specifically i think it's was just not perpetuating your own mm-hmm. traumas mm-hmm. Yeah. onto mm-hmm. your child. Giving them the best, safest, most secure and stable life that we could give them. Rome, I love that. <laughs> that was oh, so good. good. Oh, good too, right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a great point, though, mm-hmm. Dustin. Like, don't perpetuate. Oh, God. Yeah. I, we think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's a lot of those, a lot of those resurface through as you learn going through therapy they resurface um, subconsciously mm-hmm. so trying to be conscious about those as best you can is yeah. really important for us and you know we there's a joke i think we saw the other day like we're we are first generation gentle parenters mm-hmm. right and so we're not going to be perfect at it mm-hmm. and giving ourselves the grace and that aspect is really mm-hmm. important and right but. now our kids are not doing a good job of gentle ch- childrening yeah. <laughs> which makes it difficult to gentle parent yeah. sometimes yeah it's a joke on us yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's great in theory but the application we're like yeah, living some working there. through it yeah. <laughs> have you guys watched that um the parent test on abc no uh, uh, it's on hulu too if you have hulu but yeah. uh we binged it it had to have been like in her first month or two yeah. of life we just were like let's watch it. and it like highlights and it's real families in the u.s and okay. it highlights like how they label themselves as parents so like helicopter parents strict parenting um mm-hmm. 
High achieving. High ach- oh god, yeah. there's a lot. I mean, oh. this is it's a very yeah, interesting really show. Interesting. Some of the things, and they, I mean, some of the tests they put the families and the kids through these tests. It was so interesting, like yeah. watching them navigate different things. Yeah, that does sound interesting. Yeah. yeah. When you say gentle parenting, what is your like kind of definition of gentle parenting or style? So. Like, I got spanked growing up. I'm not going to spank my kids because mm-hmm. I don't... That I just want to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, trying not to, like, raise my voice, like, growing up in a yelling household, households myself. Like, I don't want to do that because I feel like it internalizes stresses and they come out in behaviors that, mm-hmm. like, I've experienced that I don't want my own kids to experience. And so, gentle parenting is... It feels impossible sometimes, but it's, like talking them through their emotions, like naming their feelings Mm -hmm. and talking, like letting them feel their feelings and not making them feel shame for it and Mm -hmm. tying like what happened, their actions and like conditions of a situation to like what they're feeling so they can feel comfortable like releasing that and then giving them the tools like let's count to 10 or breathe with me and hold my hand um, tools to work through that. And so our kids are four and so they're like just starting to like grasp those kind of concepts. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know it. I'm, I'm right. thinking of, and, one I of mean, these are all right things now, of like that we desire to apply in our yeah. lives mm-hmm. that we're not perfect in. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, there are times where it's just crazy as hell around the house, you know, and everybody's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. You know, it's not like, yeah. don't want to come off as we're like, I raise my voice. This. I hate it because I look like my mom looked when I was laughing at her, mm-hmm. making her run circles around the living room when I was just like being the worst child in the world. I think one thing yeah. that's difficult for parents in this just society that we're in is with our access to social media Mm -hmm. is there's so many things on social media that portray like perfect parenthood. Mm -hmm. And so everybody tries to like compare and live up to what the perfect things that we see on our perfect children. Oh yeah. yeah. Kid Mm -hmm. like can sit and do everything. So whenever Rome cries, I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, are people gonna think I don't know how to like handle my kid because she's crying? And I'm like, she's four months old. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I though, I mean that kind of those things kind of piss me off to yeah. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And there's like some good lessons to be learned in there, which we try to take from. But honestly, I try to ignore those accounts or mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. just because it doesn't feel like reality. Yeah. And it's like this fake, false, like yeah, of like what parenting is, and it's like no. She got shit on, like, literally Monday. She got shit on and, <laughs> and spit on. up on. And spit up on in an, within an hour. Not and even. <laughs> oh my God. And, like, those things happen. And, like, you know, I feel like weekly, yeah. we have, like, one of us is really emotional or crying or something's going on. Or maybe kids. slamming cabinets. It might happen. Maybe mm-hmm. throwing a tantrum. Okay. But, you know, it's it, that's okay. I that's part of that's part of it. I just like. To aggressively shut things when I'm feeling deep. Do you yes. clean? Yes. Okay. And he knows it because I'm usually picking up his stuff. Oh, yeah. that's uh, That sounds familiar. <laughs> well, I wonder why this thing is sitting out here. But, like, yeah, like, those are, like you said, those are real things that happen. And why not hide, why hide those things and make it look like things are perfect? Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's why I appreciate what you guys are doing, too, is, like, there's no... 
it's not like you're coming on here and being like, this is like the perfect way to yeah. do things. This is the real way <laughs> of what shit is. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. This is the best time of the week. We're going to highlight our win and woe. Mm -hmm. This can be personal, professional, kid-related, relationship-related, anything that's like your high point of the week and your low point. And Dustin, I'm going to make you go first. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, crap. <laughs> um, my woe of the week, uh, on Thursday night, I was the victim of a hit and run accident. Oh, no. So oh, somebody just going through an intersection, leaving work, I just, somebody ran a stop sign and hit me and took off. Like T-boned you? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and took off. So, which is really interesting because it was on a main street in our little town, like literally our main street in Old Town mm. at rush hour. So tons of people and cars yeah. around. I got hit. They took off. No other drivers stopped to help or like what? be like, oh, I saw what happened or anything. So it was a little bit, the situation itself was really frustrating, but also like a little bit of lost faith in humanity. Yes, yeah, so that's exactly what I was like <laughs> thinking too. I was like, wow, that's where we're at, where if someone gets hit by a car and no one goes to help. Them. Yeah, yeah. So it's... I, part of what you guys talk about is a sense of community mm -hmm. with parents and that was I did not feel a sense of community Yeah, and I feel like it's probably I don't want to talk too much but a general like atmosphere in America right now where mm -hmm. everybody's kind of just like out for themselves a little yeah. too much mm -hmm. so that was frustrating uh, my win of the week is personal i know this is parent and kids oh no it's all the things it's all the yeah i'm going through um getting my cfp designation certified financial planner and part of that is i have to go through this huge body of knowledge and submit a capstone project it's kind of like getting a master's or a doctorate mm -hmm. and so i've submitted my capstone project last week and got my score back within like three days and got a 99 percent on my nice. capstone nice which job. was just really validating to me that yeah. I picked the right career to you know kind of transition into and mm -hmm. really like a big confidence boost for me so that was that was cool, cool. congratulations that's yeah. awesome thank you uh I can go next my woe is uh Rome has I, I'm sure I've said it been like waking up now at night and that has just been a little bit overwhelming for me because she didn't do that for the whole like first three and a half months of her life yeah but to add to that this week, I don't know if it's like the final of Leap 4 where like it's just hell and they're like, we just want to remind you that this is awful. But she's crying like unconsolably. Like, mm -hmm. and she's not, and I know that happens for some babies, but that's just not her personality. We mm -hmm. haven't experienced that and nothing is soothing her and it's really overwhelming. Yeah. And then pair that with her laying there laughing like five minutes later and you're like, I don't understand what just happened to me. I feel like I was just on a roller coaster. Yeah, you feel victimized. Yeah, I, right? <laughs> I feel personally victimized by Rome Jordan Marcus. Exactly. So that's my woe. The highlight of that a little bit though is during that, 
she had like the most loudest adult burp. It was like I, a male, it was like, like a two hundred pound male burp like after said, eating burgers or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, David like, was kind of still trying to sleep, and he heard it and was like, "Was that you?" And I was like, "It sure wasn't." No, it, wasn't. it was. That was a little funny, but not. Yeah, it was. Yeah, happen it was like a funny a. during a really like I'm exhausted yeah. moment. Yeah. But my win is today we tried our first solids at four months old. We got clearance, which we were really proud of her for. And we did a little mashed up bananas with breast milk. And she seemed to like it. So I was really yeah. excited for her. And we got very cute pictures of her doing it. So. Milestones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Very excited. Christina, do you want to go? Yeah. Are you ready? Between you and David, you're both like, oh, no. <laughs> well, I'll start out with my woe to end on a higher note. Um, I'm going to piggyback on Dustin's hit and run thing because it is affecting our family. And yeah. I left in a panic from work. And he usually picks the kids up from school. Oh, so no. he's like, hey, fortunately, I had my phone on loud, which like never happens. And I, I answered it. And he's like, hey, this happened. I need you to get the kids. And so, like, everything in me, like, usually, like, our kids are number one and then us and then mm-hmm. and then ourselves. Um, but I, like, I wanted to go straight to him to make sure he's oh. okay. But, like, I had to get the kids, which is, like, a whole process. And then we went and saw him. And so we're down to, like, one vehicle with, you know, life. And so it just kind of throws a wrench. But I, we're stronger that way. And it's nothing that we can't manage our way through. Um, but the high note is just this weekend, I think being here doing an adult friend thing, it fills our cup. Um, we're going to a wedding, just us two tomorrow. And last night we went on a date night, all thanks to my mom that lives in Medford. She came up this weekend. (laughs) Um, we heard that. (laughs) Um, my mom came up here and she's watching the kids every day for a couple hours so we can get some time away and time is just like everything it's That's awesome amazing. um and it's like far and few between so i think it's just really nice to like feel like ourselves and um yeah have some kid free time that's we amazing. love them but yeah. mm-hmm. that's my win oh my god yeah so great all right, you always round us out and you get stressed out because you think right. you forgot your no, stuff. No, I, I know it now. I know my woe, it, definitely. Um, my woe uh, this week was I'm on, um, most of you know, and as I'm here with you guys, I'm on paternity leave mm-hmm. and I'm a school counselor and I work at a middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what his woe is. Oh, um, no. And so I, I haven't been there in the last, like, what, two? Four or five weeks? Two, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. Like two months, <laughs> uh, month and a half. And so I decided to go in and bring Rome um, because, you know, the teachers they kept asking, like, asking about her and, and staff. And so, and I, and I miss, my, miss my kid, the kiddos. And so I brought her in um, and thinking, you know, it'll be fine. She just ate, she slept in, she's good. Check we have a relate. We have a relationship now where she's responding to me. I can I can console her. We go in there, first fifteen minutes, solid. Um, people were like, "Oh my god, look at her! She's so cute." Like, I know she's the best. She's so great. She's so calm. Yeah, I know. And then, kids came like came during passing time to look 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 at to see her. And um, at the beginning of the day, I think she got a little overwhelmed. 
because there are all these little 13, 14... Let uh, me be clear. If a bunch of 13-year-olds were looking at me, I'd be fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> scary. 11- to 14-year-olds just crowding her, her uh, stroller and looking at her, and she got a little overwhelmed and lost her shit. <laughs> um, and I was like, it's okay, I got this. I'll take her out. So I took her out, trying to help calm her down. That didn't work. And I was like, hey, I need to use my, um, my co-worker's office, my other counselor's office. So I went to his office... Um, it was quiet. It's being like, okay, we got this. Trying to console her. Fuck no. She's like, no. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I, I get me out of here. And I had to leave. And, <laughs> and it felt really like, it was more of my ego, I think. I, yeah. I walked away like, Like, Damn. I can handle this. Exactly. But... I couldn't handle this. Yeah. And she had a hard time and I couldn't console her. And there we go again. Like, I need to take her home. And um, But we were able to bounce back. I was I gave up. I drove home, which is like eight minutes. Uh, she started to fall asleep, and I was like, "Oh, you fucking would fall asleep right, right before." <laughs> of course, yeah. And then Courtney encouraged me to. She's like, "Hey, she she's sleeping. Try again. Like, head back in." And so she fell asleep, and I drove around for like fifteen minutes to help her make sure she was really asleep. Mm-hmm. And I took her back, and I was able to be there for like twenty minutes while she was sleeping. And then she even woke up, and was like, "Oh, I'm okay." Like, yeah. And so. That was my woe, and I guess a win also. Um, that was, you turned it around. It turned it around. <laughs> um, so I guess that was that's my woe and win. But my win today was today. Just I got this. I feel like we're bonding more. Mm-hmm. Kind of what I, what I was sharing, and we're getting comfortable around each other. She's feeling more relaxed, just chilling. And I, I sat. We were visiting. Um, we're in Hubbard, um, visiting her parents for her mom's birthday, and me and Rome. I just took Rome out. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna take her. And we went and we sat outside and just like chilled for like on the front porch, fi- on the front porch for 15 minutes. Where she mm-hmm. just sat on my lap. We talked and we were looking at stuff. And she just like sat there and laid there and was smiling. We were joking, yeah. joking around, and that just felt like really like really a, a moment for me. Yeah, those moments where are special, just man. Content and comfortable and at home and peace. Yeah. Aww. So so that was that was my my will and win. All right, and that's a wrap for this episode of Room to Room, Dustin and Christina. The I I, for, I can't pronounce it. Uh, the f- you got you're it. getting faded, and you have a wreck. Fade and wreck. Fade and wreck. The fade and wreck. Great way to describe okay. it. <laughs> fade and wrecks. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, it was so awesome to guys have you guys here. Yeah, thanks thank for having you. us. We are gonna outro ourselves. We always love to just end our podcast with a good like rapid fire question. Um, to give our listeners just a little advice and help. So just one thing that you feel like in the busyness of your lives, raising twins or raising an individual baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one way that you guys are nourishing your relationship. Uh, I could start, and maybe this sounds a little bit counterintuitive to that question, but I think giving each other the space to fill our own individual cups mm-hmm. um, to where we don't, always feel overwhelmed by everything else that's going on so giving ourselves individual space that allows us to pour more into the other person yeah. so. I love that mm-hmm. I'll keep mine short and sweet um, <laughs> just keeping in mind we are both doing the best we can with the resources and the knowledge and the shit going on in our life that we have so just giving grace and that we're doing our best Absolutely. What about you? 
Making time for sex is important to me. So <laughs> there you go. I, I, baby That's... sleeping in our bed, I find that important. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I think, I think kind of what you were saying, Dustin, finding time to fill your own cup. Because mm-hmm. you can't help other others or be be there 100% for others if you aren't taking care of yourself. So I think that's definitely helped help me get through. I think it's helped you get through and, mm-hmm. and um, helped us get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so now we're going to go change Rome's uh, shitty diaper. Um, <laughs> she's been shitting all recording. So we will see y'all later. Bye. Bye.